0: From the Indiana Daily student in Bloomington, this is Posted, a guide to the week's top stories.
1: Today is March 22nd. I'm Lydia Gerke.
0: And I'm Jacob DeCastro. Today we'll be talking about the IUSG election,
1: IU School of Nursing,
0: and the women's basketball team.
1: And later we'll be talking to reporter Caitlin Edquist about a Bloomington couple whose love story goes beyond the earth.
0: First we're going to start with a story about the upcoming student government elections. Discussing topics varying from gun violence to Greek life, both of the executive tickets for IU student government kicked off the final week before elections with a town hall Tuesday night. The party Vision for IUSG discussed the possibility of renaming Jordan Hall, adding a suicide hotline to students' Crimson Cards, and the creation of a Middle and Near Eastern Cultural Center. The other party, Bridge IU, wants to increase accessibility of student government. Implement formal bystander training during new student orientations, and bring students together to make the campus feel smaller. Voting for IUSG will take place this upcoming Wednesday and Thursday.
1: In May, Mark Casanova will be the first Latino male nurse to graduate from IU Bloomington School of Nursing. He said he's glad he'll be able to serve as an example for other students of color. Ever since Casanova was a kid, he wanted to do something medical, but knew he wanted to be a nurse from his sophomore year of high school. Working in hospitals, which is part of nursing school, has only strengthened his desire to become a nurse. Helping patients in hospice care showed Casanova what he called the hard part of nursing. His patients were going to die, and he knew that. All he could do was make them comfortable. All I could do is provide palliative care and sit next to them and hold their hand, he said. The little action I can do to provide them any type of comfort or assistance, it goes a long way.
0: For the first time since the 2015-2016 season, IU women's basketball heard its name called on Selection Monday. The team is in Eugene, Oregon for the first round of the NCAA tournament. IU earned the number 10 seed, which sets up a game against the number 7 seed, University of Texas. The Longhorns were ranked number 23 in the Associated Press Top 25 poll at the end of the regular season, finishing with a 23-9 record and a 12-6 conference record. The Hoosiers and Longhorns tip off at 7pm tonight.
1: Today we're talking with reporter Caitlin Edquist about her story, The Artist's Memories. Thanks for being with us, Caitlin. Thanks for having me. First of all,
2: can you tell us a little bit about your story? Yeah, so my story is about Jim and Fran Gray. They are a couple that are living in um, Jill's house, which is an assisted living center here in Bloomington, Um, and Jim is an artist, and so it kind of tells his story as an artist. They both are now living with dementia in their 80s, and so... Um, he's been an artist his whole life, um, taking moments of life and pausing them within his artwork. And now his memories have started to fade on Earth. But back in the 1960s, this photographer for National Geographic came and took this photo of of Jim and Fran. And now that photo has been um, affixed fixated to the Voyagers one and two, which are two space probes that are up in space now in 2019 still. Um, and they represent humankind. So these discs that are on top on those Voyagers, they have photos and um, songs and noises that represent the human story. So that if they come into contact with extra- extraterrestrial life, they kind of represent us as humans. So this photo of Jim and Fran are up in space, possibly forever, to represent Earth, life on Earth, um, as they are living down here, their memories fading away.
0: So stepping back a little bit, how did you run into Jim and Fran?
2: Um, It really all started as a simple Valentine's Day story. I just wanted to do something quick, um, yeah, something really quick and see what a group of people were doing for Valentine's Day. So I went to this assisted living center and wanted to see what an older group of people does for Valentine's Day, um, especially those who are living with dementia, like the ones in this particular assisted living center. So um, I went there that night, did not know this man was an artist, um, just kind of watched that couple over the course of the evening and thought that they were really interesting as a couple. Um, And then I went home, I wrote down the man's name. And so I went home and looked him up because someone there that night had told me he was an artist. So I went up and looked his, I looked up his work and just through more and more research, found out all the extra elements of this story and about the Voyager and all of that. When did you figure out that the story was something really special? When I found out that the Voyager element was part of it. um, It was already interesting that this man who has spent his whole life painting and recording memories through art is losing his memory. But I think the added element of this photo of him and his wife being up in space, this like frozen snapshot of their lives representing humankind is just... I just put it over the top. It's just too good of a story not to tell.
0: How how was their Valentine's Day this year?
2: And it was a little difficult. They just moved into Jill's house, the assisted living center, in January. So this was their first Valentine's Day there. They've been married for 65 years. um, And they definitely have a hard time understanding each other sometimes. They both have good days and bad days. And so Valentine's Day was a little tricky. There were times when they couldn't really hear each other, couldn't really understand each other. Um, they live in separate rooms in this the assisted living center. so there was a particular moment that's in the story where they were going to bed and they were being separated by the elevator that was taking Fran to her room where Jim would continue to his room. Um, and he just had forgotten that she wasn't going with him and he was really confused that she was about to leave so. That was a particularly heart-wrenching moment to watch and have to report. Um, That's something that a lot of people who have read it have commented back on that moment, for sure.
0: Thank you for being here with us tonight, Caitlin. if you want to read this story, just go to IDSnews.com. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's it for us on today's episode of Posted.
1: Follow us throughout the week at IDSnews.com and on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at IDSnews.
0: This week's stories were reported by Jenna Williams, Dylan Wallace, Joey Bowling, and Caitlin Edquist.
1: Our music is by Matthew Waterman. I'm Lydia Gerke.
0: And I'm Jacob DiCastro. Thanks for joining us.